Hi, this is Nana. It's been a little while since I posted an episode to this podcast, Nana Reads. And you'll remember that in the last few episodes, I was reading from a book called The Burgess Animal Book for Children. Every chapter in that book is about Mother Nature teaching the little folks of the green forest and the green meadows about all the animals that live in North America. Now, I hope you found that to be really interesting, but I want to pause that uh, reading that book and I want to start reading a new little book for a few episodes called The Adventures of Danny Meadowmouse. Thornton W. Burgess published this book in 1943 and he published a series of bedtime stories for children. And this is one of those um, bedtime story books that he wrote. I have three books that I would like to read you. One will be The Adventures of Danny Meadow Mouse. The other one will be The Adventures of Buster Bear. And the third one will be The Adventures of Mr. Mocker. In each episode, I'm planning to read three or four chapters of the book. So you'll be able to maybe listen uh, and then come back and listen to the next episodes to finish the book. So here we go with The Adventures of Danny Meadowmouse, chapter one, called Danny Meadowmouse is Worried. Danny Meadowmouse sat on his doorstep with his chin in his hands and it was very plain to see that Danny had something on his mind. He had only a nod for Jimmy Skunk, and even Peter Rabbit could get no more than a grumpy good morning. It wasn't that he had been caught napping the day before by Reddy Fox and nearly made an end of. No, it wasn't that. Danny had learned his lesson, and Reddy would never catch him again. It wasn't that he was all alone with no one to play with. Danny was rather glad he was alone. The fact is, Danny Meadowmouse was worried. Now, worry is one of the worst things in the world, and it didn't seem as if there was anything that Danny Meadowmouse need worry about. But you know, it is the easiest thing in the world to find something to worry over and make yourself uncomfortable about. And when you make yourself uncomfortable, you almost surely make everyone around you equally uncomfortable. It was so with Danny Meadowmouse. Striped Chipmunk had twice called him Crosspatch that morning, and Johnny Chuck, who had fought Reddy Fox for him the day before, had called him Grumpy. And what do you think was the matter with Danny Meadowmouse? Why, he was worrying because his tail is short. Yes, sir. That is all that ailed Danny Meadowmouse that bright morning. You know, some people let their looks make them miserable. They worry because they're, they are homely or freckled or short or tall or thin or stout, all of which is very foolish. And Danny Meadowmouse was just as foolish in worrying because his tail is short. Oh, it is short. 
It certainly is all of that. Danny had never realized how short until he chanced to meet his cousin Whitefoot, who lives in the Green Forest. Whitefoot was very elegantly dressed, but the most imposing thing about him was his long, slim, beautiful tail. Danny had at once become conscious of his own stubby little tail, and he had hardly had pride enough to hold his head up as, be, as became an honest Meadowmouse. Ever since, he had been thinking and thinking and wondering how his family came to have such short tails. Then he grew envious and began to wish and wish and wish that he could have a long tail like his cousin, Whitefoot. He was so busy wishing that he had a long tail that he quite forgot to take care of the tail he did have, and he pretty nearly lost it and his life along with it. Old Whitetail the Marsh Hawk spied Danny sitting there moping on his doorstep and came sailing over the tops of the meadow grasses so softly that he all but caught Danny. If it hadn't been for one of the merry little breezes, Danny would have been caught, and all because he was envious. Hmm. That is a bad, bad habit. Chapter 2. Danny Meadow Mouse and His Short Tail All Danny Meadow Mouse could think about was his short tail. He was so ashamed of it that whenever anyone passed, he crawled out of sight so that they would not see how short his tail is. Instead of playing in the sunshine as he used to do, he sat and sulked. Pretty soon his friends began to pass without stopping. Finally, one day, old Mr. Toad sat down in front of Danny and began to ask questions. What's the matter? asked old Mr. Toad. Nothing, replied Danny Meadow Mouse. I don't suppose that there really is anything the matter. But what do you think is the matter? said old Mr. Toad. Danny fidgeted and Old Mr. Toad looked up at jolly round red Mr. Sun and winked. Sun is just as bright as ever, isn't it? he inquired. Yes, said Danny. Got plenty to eat and drink, haven't you? continued Mr. Toad. Yes, said Danny. Seems to me that that is a pretty good-looking suit of clothes you're wearing, said Mr. Toad eyeing Danny critically. Sunny weather, plenty to eat and drink, and good clothes. Must be that you don't know when you're well off, Danny Meadowmouse. Danny hung his head. Finally, he looked up and caught a kindly twinkle in old Mr. Toad's eyes. Mr. Toad, how can I get a long tail like my cousin Whitefoot of the Green Forest? He asked. Oh, so that's what's the matter. <laughs> oh, Danny Meadow Mouse, I'm ashamed of you. 
certainly am ashamed of you, said old Mr. Toad. What good would a long tail do you? Tell me that. For a minute, Danny didn't know just what to say. I, I, I'd look so much better if I had a long tail, he ventured. Old Mr. Toad just left. Oh, you never saw an old meadow, a meadow mouse with a long tail, did you? Of course not. What a sight that would be. Why, everybody on the green meadows would laugh themselves sick at the sight of it. You see, you need to be slim and trim and handsome to carry a long tail well. And then what a nuisance it would be. You would always have to be thinking of your tail and taking care to keep it out of harm's way. Look at me. I'm homely. Some folks call me ugly to look at. But no one tries to catch me as Farmer Brown's boy does Billy Mink because of his fine coat. And no one wants to put me in a cage because of a fine voice. I am satisfied to be just as I am. And if you'll take my advice, Danny Meadow Mouse, you'll be satisfied to be just as you are. Hmm. Per perhaps you are right said Danny Meadow Mouse after a while. I'll try. Chapter 3 Danny Meadow Mouse Plays Hide and Seek Life is always a game of hide and seek to Danny Meadow Mouse. You see, he is such a fat little fellow that there are a great many other furry-coated people, and almost as many who wear feathers, who would gobble Danny up for breakfast or for dinner if they could. Some of them pretend to be his friends, but Danny always keeps his eye open when they are around and always begins to play hide-and-seek. Peter Rabbit and Jimmy Skunk and Striped Chipmunk and... Happy Jack Squirrel are all friends whom he can trust, but he always has a bright twinkling eye open for Reddy Fox and Billy Mink and Shadow the Weasel and Old Whitetail the Marshhawk and several more, especially Hooty the Owl at night. Now, Danny Meadow Mouse is a stout-hearted little fellow. And when rough Brother North Wind came shouting across the green meadows, tearing to pieces the snow clouds and shaking out the snowflakes until they covered the green meadows deep, 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 Danny just snuggled down in his warm coat in his snug little house of grass and waited. Danny liked the snow. Yes, sir, Danny Meadow Mouse liked the snow. He just loved to dig in it and make tunnels. Through these tunnels in every direction, he could go where he pleased and when he pleased without being seen by anybody. It was great fun. Every little way, he made a little round doorway up beside a stiff stalk of grass. Out of this, he would peep at the white world and he could get some fresh cold air. Sometimes when he was quite sure that no one was around, 
he would scamper across on top of the snow from one doorway to another. And when he did this, he made the prettiest little footprints. Now, Reddy Fox knew all about those doorways and who made them. Reddy was having hard work to get enough to eat in this cold weather, and he was hungry most of the time. One morning, as he came tiptoeing softly over the meadows, what should he see just ahead of him but the head of Danny Meadow Mouse pop out one of one of those little doorways. Reddy's mouth watered and he stole forward more softly than ever. When he got within jumping distance, he drew his stout hind legs under him and made Reddy to spring. Presto! Danny Meadow Mouse had disappeared. Reddy Fox jumped just the same and began to dig as fast as he could make his paws go. He could smell Danny Meadow Mouse and that made him almost frantic. All the time Danny Meadow Mouse was scurrying along one of his little tunnels and finally when Reddy Fox stopped digging because he was quite out of breath, Danny popped his head out of another little doorway and laughed at Reddy. Of course Reddy saw him and of course Reddy tried to catch him there and dug frantically just as before and of course Danny Meadow Mouse wasn't there. After a while Reddy Fox grew tired of this kind of a game and tried another plan. The next time he saw Danny Meadow Mouse stick his head out Reddy pretended not to see him and he stretched himself out on the ground and made believe that he was very tired and sleepy. He closed his eyes. Then he opened them just the tiniest bit so that he could see Danny Meadow Mouse and yet seemed to be asleep. Danny watched him for a long time. Then he chuckled to himself and dropped out of sight. No sooner was he gone than Danny, than Reddy Fox stole over close to the little doorway and waited. He'll surely stick his head out again to see if I'm asleep, and then I'll have him, said Reddy to himself. So he waited and waited and waited. By and by, he turned his head. There was Danny Meadow Mouse at another little doorway laughing at him.